0: You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We
1: don't want to be, save be saved.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of White People Won't Save You. This is the podcast where we deconstruct these white savior films and recontextualize them through a Black and POC lens. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Clark.
0: And I'm the other one, Cameron Mason.
2: And happy Black History Month, everybody. Uh, we've got that's right. We got an episode today that I think is going to be a lot of fun because it's about a movie that I didn't remember (laughs) that well and watched (laughs) and was like, huh. So that's what that's what (laughs) happened there. Um, but we're we're very lucky and excited to be joined by our guest this week. He is a writer. He is an actor. He's a director. Um, and he's from one of the greatest late night shows in all of history, which is the Amber Ruffin show. Uh, this is Tarek Davis. Tarek, how oh you know, uh,
3: hey, what up, y'all? Happy to be here. That was a very lovely intro. Thank you.
2: Yeah, well, thank you for joining us. Um, My pleasure. In in honor of Black History Month, I have a question for both of you as as mm. working actors, because Black History <laughs> Month is also known to some as Inbox Month, where our inboxes get flooded by a lot of people who suddenly realize they don't know any black people or have any black Mm. people working for the company and suddenly Mm. have decided to reach out to some black people and say, can you do some black stuff for us just, just this month and maybe not March we're booked, but February we've got some things that maybe you could, you could be a part of what is possibly the strangest offer or, or a gig that has been offered to you for black history month where you're just like, did (laughs) okay that's a choice (laughs) um mm,
3: that's a good question
2: ooh what is the
3: strangest (laughs) gig i've been offered for black history month
0: i think i might have one
3: please cameron
0: um i don't know why (laughs) i think it was like a demographic thing but i honestly was like there's no reason for me to be this person um So it was like a truth social campaign for uh, MTV for Black History Month. And they wanted a black Jon Snow. It was in the breakdown. It was there. I I was like, black Jon Snow? Like, I'm not even saying anything particularly black. It it was like the energy. I think they just wanted that, you know, that Negro energy, you know? And they they were waiting for it. No one else, no one else in the ad, black. But. I had a couple lines, so they wanted them to sound quote unquote urban, I'm sure. Do
2: you remember any of the lines?
0: (laughs) Mm. No. (laughs) Um... Definitely not. But I remember I remember what I bought with that check though. (laughs) Um, That's
3: right. Did you wear the whole Jon Snow outfit? Oh was it
0: was the whole it was actually hot as hell because they went full like I don't know as it's an ad too. It's an ad for M T V. So why'd go to full nine yards? But you know, the warming layer, then the armor layer, right, and then the bear layer. Because this was at the time that John hadn't made it off the wall yet. So Yeah, so st- yeah black, still what, what was yeah, the
2: ha- what was the hair situation like?
0: Was don't touch it and <laughs> uh we're gonna be fine.
3: <laughs> um Yeah, I mean, the reason I pause is, uh, forgive me, like I said, I'm an old man. I've been doing this for close to 30 years, so I've been asked by white people to do a lot of dumb shit, (laughs) and so I'm trying to parse out what was I asked to do that was stupid in (laughs) February. Uh, you know, uh, there's so many things I've been asked to, plays to be in, um.
0: Oh, that's right, because people will ask you, I'm sure, hey, do you want a said play with said single black character?
3: Right, right, right. You know, and so I, I can't, I, I honestly can't think of a specific thing. I just get the, hey, Tara, can you hum and hold a candle in the dark in a gospel-like manner, <laughs> or Two hours straight. You know, like, you know, just um the influx of back when I was still doing commercials, mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. stupid um, you know, things that I would be asked to do, but the things that stand out are just like, you know, you know, not even the stupid things that I'd be asked to do. Cause I think not to my benefit. I walked out of a lot of stuff. I was like, I can't. I can't do this. Um,
0: oh, you, I remember, you, you wanted them real oh, black I'm one
1: people.
3: of them. I them. That's right.
1: That's um, why you're on this podcast.
3: Why I still remain in my current situation. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember uh, there was a big cattle call. Um, and it was, I was supposed to be a black friend in a commercial. And I don't know, whoever the lady got the account, I guess she hadn't got, she hadn't had to run a commercial since the 80s. Bless her, It was a bless her heart situation. I was just like, oh, bless her heart. And she was so frazzled and we were there like two, three hours late, like just the line, nothing got started. And finally when I got in, she was so flustered. And I'm the, remember it was a Black History commercial, but it was like with white people and I was the black guy mm. I don't know what the premise was but she was so flustered and she was just like you the uh, the negro could you oh I'm sorry uh, uh, black one oh uh, I'm sorry uh, uh, the boy oh I'm sorry and just kept going down a Rolodex of
1: worse <laughs> before
3: getting to the real nitty gritty ER you know
1: <laughs>
3: it was like she was having like a sneeze attack but every sneeze was a different, just, like, black insult. Epithet. A black like, epithet. You know, it was just like, um, and I remember that being a very special black history moment. <laughs> like,
1: okay, lady. Okay.
3: And then all the white people were in the commercial, like, auditioning. I became, re- that actually bonded with a really good, uh, an actor that day. Uh, we're close friends to this day, um, uh, Mark Gessner from NCIS, but before that, he was just you know, like all of us, yeah, in the cattle calls. And I remember him just like okay. slowly turning to me with like a <laughs> cold face of horror. And he was like, I have to get you a drink after that. Can you, <laughs> you know, and we became buddies. Um, you know, so you know, it was all in all. A good Black History Month. All right, yeah. Well, hey, Black, Black Guy <laughs> Dinner Day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it
0: think... should be that every day of this month. Well... We should be collecting our dinners, y'all.
2: We really should. We really. <laughs> should. <laughs> I think that is is typically my favorite thing about Black History Month is all of the different companies, a just really going above and beyond to try to suddenly appeal to black people in a way that's not even like realistic you know it's just like suddenly there's a there's a lot of black people in your advertisements and commercials talking about how such and such is so important to their community and how over the years you know they've always been there to lift us up and do and but it's like i specifically remember 2021 there was a commercial that sprite was like you know sprite empowers change makers and like gives our community, you know, such and such. And like, these are the ones I that they it. chose for, th- <laughs> these are the ones they chose for this year. And I was just like, and, and they did what? Like, did these people get money? Did these people right. get like, what The are you just throwing these people into this commercial saying that we did something for them? Like you can't, if you can't name me the specifics of what your company has done, the dollar amounts, the contributions, the the other things that you've done, if you've just said, we support the blacks. It's like, right? Okay, I, <laughs> I will. I will
3: host the biggest celebration of the day any of these companies uh for their obligatory Black History Month spot or ad during the month call for reparations. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> we at Spike, right? Really, you know, we support Black people and. There's nothing like, you know, giving <laughs> thirst quenching <laughs> refreshment and the well-deserved and long-awaited reparations that the African-American community so deserve. And we hear Sprite back in 100%.
2: And then
3: I'd be like, yo, all right, it's on. Sprite what, party.
2: Clip that, send it to Sprite. That's <laughs> the ad for them. <laughs> we already got the voiceover for the radio ad. Um, yeah.
0: Right. I am to say, half the work's done here.
2: Yeah. And it's
3: me holding the candle, humming for
2: two <laughs> hours. <laughs> well, talking about the Phantom, this is a movie that I find interesting because it came out in 1996. Um, but almost at the tail end, we get we get a lot of these movies almost consecutively, and we're coming out of you know the 80s where we got obviously the Indiana Jones series, and then we got *Romancing the Stone*, and so we're kind of mm. harkening back to these kind of like old school adventure romps. But then in and I think Tarek talked about this before we came on, you know, then Batman comes out and now this is kind of like a big new opportunity of like, oh, you know, we can do these kind of darker superhero stories. What kind of is is in conversation with that? Oh, all of these old pulp serials, which also had people with guns shooting people in the middle of the street Um, or guns shooting other guns
0: in the case of the first like five seconds of this movie
3: my favorite it's one of my favorite things in the movie when like such a crack shot you <laughs> shoot the gun out of someone's hand and i i love it so much that and people with swords who aren't knights yep i just there's a lot of
2: that yes yeah. 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 yeah it's scratching all the <laughs> a lot edges. of
3: that i uh... <laughs> can't get enough of it oh you're not a knight but you still got a sword oh and you're pretty
0: good with it, at least. Yeah. Oh, your didn't, character, didn't. quote unquote, your character's or, good, good with it, because your yeah. girl know, Catherine was struggling.
2: Random, random people who know like martial arts adeptly, you know, not just like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna, I'm a, I'm, I'm a guy off the street, I'm just gonna fight you. It's like, no, I know Taekwondo, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I'm a high level Taekwondo fighter. Because usually yeah. in these movies, it's like, all right, the Asian guy shows up, he's got nunchucks, and he's like he's got to do the whole thing before we even like get into the fight. But then there's also just people who are just like, you're doing roundhouse kicks and all these other things. I think you might just try to swing on somebody and that's about what you got.
3: (laughs) Yeah. It's it's a, you know, this is this movie. I will say there's a lot in this movie. I enjoy from a just popcorn. Like, trash kind of like space like I think you know we were talking before uh Drew and I and like you know I did see this in the theaters I did Uh, too uh wow I was in high school um I either saw by myself or was like a movie me and my dad would see both knowing we were going to see some trash and (laughs) I remember I'm pretty sure I saw this with my pop and he was just like yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We that was money we paid. And it's not great. There's some fun moments. I think Crete Williams, uh our uh, R. I P, the great uh Trep Oh yeah, oh my gosh.
1: Yeah.
3: Incredible. Uh as yeah. the I think yeah. Trep he knows what kind of film he is in. He's the only one. <laughs>
2: He's him. the only one.
0: Yeah. I was, yes. yes.
2: Catherine zeta Jones almost. Uh... Almost. <laughs> Almost. almost she
0: just didn't train she didn't do yeah. any physical training whatsoever
3: no and not at all you're the director and she walks in and you're like what you just do what you gotta do it's fine <laughs> we'll, we'll fix it in post like um yeah uh you know christy swanson
1: mm-hmm. yeah
3: what are you doing outside <laughs> of just reading the lines? like you're at a line reading i don't mean to you mean, know, she's a magic, so I, I don't actually mind uh, bespurching her name. But like, there is no energy no. in that performance whatsoever. And you know I love Billy Zane. You know Billy Zane. I think this is a
0: pro Billy Zane podcast. I think.
3: Yeah, I' great. I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm I'm team <laughs> Billy Zane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Billy Zane in this movie is, if the director was on board the movie that Billy Zane was in that movie would have been dope mm-hmm. but I think Billy Zane is doing Billy Zane is in like I think Billy Zane as the Phantom thought the Phantom was like on the level of Burton's Batman yep
1: yeah the only equivalent Very I can
3: think of he was like yeah this movie's gonna like rush and I'm rush. so I'm like you know he's working out and he's in shape and you know it's you know Simon Winter. Australia, you know, director of Free Willy, you yeah. know, like <laughs> that's that's who directing the Phantom. But, but, my guy, like it's it's director of Free Willy, like that's. But 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 the
0: screenwriter of Last Crusade, like we, we the words is there, the that's words the and word, like man. the sequences are there,
1: right? And actually,
0: I'd even say that like the sequences and the words are, make it to the screen, except they are. They're handled in a way.
3: Not in the direction. Like The yeah. direction it's <laughs> it's a very beautiful visually film, like visual, like yeah. uh, they go for the old school kind of Indiana Jones stunts that you mentioned of like, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, the fighting. It's not so much martial arts as it is rough and tumble fisticuffs, you know. Yeah. Good white yeah.
0: right crosses every now and then. Yeah.
3: Good right crosses. Um, yeah. I just, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it it's a it would be a great like five minute you know like oh man that's like that's gonna be the new ride at disney i'm in
2: like yeah.
0: <laughs> two hours but sadly so, they had to make a whole movie in order to, had promote to make a whole ride, ride so
2: yeah <laughs> and it's like all right we're gonna have some fun in the behind the scenes uh <laughs> I've, I've got some things to tell you um but yeah. Yeah, this movie comes out in 1996, as we've said. Um, it is directed by Simon Winter. It is written by Jeffrey Baum. It stars Billy Zane, Rick Williams, uh, Christy Sonson, Catherine Zeta-Jones, James Remar, and James it, Remar. He's great in this. He's he's yeah. he's, he's also
0: he, actually he, he's the other guy who knows what movie he's in.
2: Yeah, he's he's kind of getting it. Probably some of his
0: best casting, probably. Yeah. Like, or just like the, it's one of the best roles I've seen him in outside of like Dexter's dad. <laughs>
2: He's great in this. The movie uh, so had, this. had a budget of $45 million, only made $23.5 million. Originally, uh-uh. when it came out, similar to a couple of other films, it was planned as a trilogy. And obviously, that did not happen.
0: <laughs> so... Unfortunate.
2: Let's get into these these five minutes here, because this is, like I said, this this movie has a lot happening. This movie treats backstory as plot, and so it's telling you a lot of things (laughs) that it thinks you need to know, and then you ultimately are just like, we spent a lot of time on that, and that hasn't come back up. So I guess maybe, (laughs) all right. So, Cam, if you've got the timer, uh, I'll go ahead and get started. Just let me know. Let me know.
0: You're
2: good to go. So the, the movie starts with a, a, quite possibly the most passive aggressive uh, title screen of if I think it's something like if you're just joining us or <laughs> to get you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just like, I, I mean, I you're trying to sell this to me, but that's all right. Uh, but we see <laughs> in the early 16th century, uh, there is a young boy and his father who are uh, sea adventurers. They get attacked by some pirates. The father is killed. The boy washes up on shore of this. Um, it's hard to tell. It is either African or Indian, or why not both? Might, uh, be, both. <laughs> might be both. We're both there. Know. <laughs> yeah. But the, yeah, the indigenous people there. of the island find this child and bring him in. And in Caribbean? Yeah. Do they that do would be the?
0: That would be but both. they got some Asian
3: Laotian thing going on right. too. <laughs> the West Indies? Like it's a it's a weird. Yeah, it's a very. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut no, it.
2: you're good. Uh, but do they do the the thing of, uh, hey, there's a child here. Maybe we should just you know try to see if we can get him back home. Or hey, there's a child here. Maybe we should you know kind of, you know, just do the right thing and raise him. No, they make him ostensibly God. They give mm-hmm. him a magical ring, and he makes an oath to basically to fight to to fight piracy and evil in all its forms wherever it comes from. Uh we flash forward to the thirties, where now we're in the jungles of uh Bengali and we are unclear of what's happening, but there are a couple of just you know nefarious henchmen. It's 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 Indiana Jones It's like Dakota Brooks, you know what I mean? It's like adjacent, but not <laughs> <laughs> what Dakota you're looking Brooks. for. I like that one. <laughs> and they're, I like and that they're one. I'm writing it down. They're out <laughs> there trying to find... Minnesota the, Matthews?
3: <laughs> these
2: oh, I got one. I got one.
0: Dude, you're not ready for Alabama Jenkins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're, try- they're trying to find these skulls. Huh? Uh, Tulsa Thompson. <laughs> 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 <Tosla> Thompson. <laughs> they're trying to find these skulls at the behest of the... I mean, if we're, if we're talking about names, Xander Drax is uh, a man in this movie, yeah. and he is... He is Desperate to find uh, mystical skulls that have been, you know, taken throughout the world. And so James Remar and his crew are looking for these skulls. They've, again, maybe kidnapped a a child to direct them to where they want to go. Most certainly
0: kidnapped a child. They, they,
2: (laughs) They find a cave that is... Again, I believe protected by a mystical skeleton that kills mm-hmm. a man, but mm-hmm. then James Remar shoots uh-huh. it and then it dies again. Yeah. Uh, and sure. he finds the skull that they're looking for there, as well as, you know, taking a bunch of other things. Yeah. But the people of the island have called their champion, the Phantom, to come and rectify things. The Phantom comes. Uh, he beats up a bunch of people. James Remar is very adamant that he's killed this man before. And yeah. so he's he's a little shook. But a couple of
3: yeah, since we were going on the Indiana Jones thing, what a missed opportunity it is that they clearly set up James Remar to be an evil Indiana Jones, like Mm -hmm. the way he's dressed and they don't and like the finding the treasure and they don't kind of set that up.
2: No,
3: like
2: they don't set up a a a lot lot of things. (laughs) Yeah, they don't.
3: It's like he is. He's wearing the fedora. He's got a leather jacket or vest on. And he's in the jungle, and it's just like, oh, you know, I'd actually be very interested in what a Remar Indiana Jones would like. Of course he'd be evil. Yeah. And then they kind of go this Three Stooges kind of route. And it's like, no, wow.
2: yeah. He's he's kind of yeah. dumb. His crew's kind of dumb. The Phantom easily dispatches of them, but Remar manages to get away with the skull. We go over to New York. It's 1938, and we find Diana Palmer, who is the... Daughter of, like, this famous newspaper magnate, Uh, the paper is investigating Xander Drax, uh, who is... They don't know what he's up to. They just know he's up to something suspicious. And uh, Drax, meanwhile, by the way, is, you know, again, attempting to get the skulls, murders a man with a microscope, I believe. Oh, yeah. I actually (laughs) really like that scene. (laughs) Um, You know, James Remar comes back and he's like, yo... We got the skull. Bad news, though. The phantom's onto us. Xander's like, the fuck is he going to do, though? He's all the way and, you know, wherever you just came from. So I'm not worried about that shit. Also, here's a pirate lady. <laughs> like by say the Jones. You two yeah. are going to help me get the rest of these skulls. And yeah. so the their first order of business, I guess, is to kidnap Diana Palmer and basically extort her and her father into, you know, helping them find the rest of the skulls. Or uh, more or less to shut them up about you know what he's up to, right? And so they go kidnap her, put her on a like a a pirate boat that Mm -hmm. Catherine Zeta Jones is is running. So of course, pirate boat
3: filled with women, like women pilots, all women pilots, all women pilots. Which
2: which the Phantom remarks, he's I can't tell if he's. Confused, or like just women working, or I don't—I couldn't really get his yeah, vibe. Yeah. <laughs> There's too many women on this boat for him. Uh, but oh, yeah. the, the Phantom is called in. Uh, his butler assistant—I don't know what his job is—but he's like, "Oh, they've got Diana Palmer," and he's like, "Word, Diana, okay." Goes off to rescue her, <laughs> pulls a gun on just women in the shower, goes down a laundry chute, yep. immediately confronts Catherine zeta jones she kisses him he's like but we're gonna fight though she's like oh okay <laughs> this is taking a turn she's clearly not she's never been rebuffed is what the movie seems to suggest is that no man has ever turned down her advances so that <laughs> yeah. is like both straight either... up my movie would have ended right there <laughs> <Yeah>. and Catherine zeta <laughs> jones
3: kisses the <laughs> phantom and he's like a word though and like right. credits, <laughs> well, Diana, you're on your own. <laughs> For real, yeah. no?
2: but new, Di- though? Like, <laughs> <and> the <credits. laughs> but the phantom rescues Diana, uh, they fight, they were off the boat, uh, they go back to his phantom lair cave, it wasn't really given a name, but there he's joined by some colonial British officers who just happen to be his friends, and they're like, yo. Phantom, bad things are going on. They're looking for these skulls. Phantom's like, "All right, I'm Dang, on it." Five. That's, that's well, it's all good. <laughs> no, Y'all, are pretty close. You're pretty We're close. getting there. Phantom's like, "Diana, get get out of here. Uh, done with you." She goes back to New York, but who shows up in New York is one Kit Walker, who we obviously know is Billy Zane, the Phantom. Surprise! Like it's confusing because we get a backstory about him having gone to New York for school. And like being accustomed to the ways of New York, pulls out paper money from Bengali, which is confusing because one, why do they have money? It's just him and the <laughs> quote unquote rope people, and like an uncontacted tribe. <laughs> but he's got he's got a, he, he's got a lot of money, and then why didn't he exchange the money when he got to New York? And either way, he just says, "Oh, my bad. Here's like." A, a lifetime, you know, salary and diamonds and rupees and whatnot. The driver <laughs> instead of immediately leaving and living his life decides to stick around and drive him around for the rest of the movie. But <laughs> we I would say second to James Remar and
3: Tree T- Williams, the driver the actor uh, who plays the driver is a delight.
2: Yeah, no, he's he he <laughs> is maybe the the only other person who gets what the movie is because he's playing it up. Uh, John Capadis, shout out to John.
3: Shout
0: shut out.
2: We then get cut to what is, I guess, Xander Drax's uh, Shark Tank pitch to his investor group about why they need to get all the skulls. <laughs> <And> <laughs> they... <laughs> decide one of them decides this is a bad idea because i'm an ultra boy and he gets killed with a harpoon or a a spear i
0: think that's how shark tank should really work (laughs) if you're not in i'm harpooning you right on site on site but
2: (laughs) his, his people are like well i know where this next skull is it's in the museum we should go there Kit Walker and Diana Palmer are also trying to figure it out, but I guess just some some hang around fuck boy that is trying to get with Diana is like, you're looking for a green skull. I remember that I had a birthday party when I was ten years old, and there was a skull that looked just like that. A museum. We never see this man again, but he <laughs> contributes. He literally goes away after this. It just, it just,
0: just dastardly work by the screenwriter. Just yeah.
2: So Kit shows up at the museum, is like, yo, you've got all of this wrong, smashes the window to take the skull. Xander Drax rolls up and is basically like, hey, nothing to see here. There's some cake in the back room if y'all want that. I'm going to take that skull to you. Takes the skull, puts them together, which creates like a powerful vortex that destroys all of the windows in the museum and burns a hole in a conveniently placed map that lets them know exactly where they need to go next. So everybody's scrambling to figure out what to do. They've kidnapped, you know, Diana. They've kidnapped Kit. Kit breaks out. It, I guess has the phantom suit under his clothes. Was uh, yeah, just ready yeah. to go. <laughs> Fights his way out of Xander's office uh, to to get back to Diana, but you know, there's a chase through, like, the Bronx Zoo and, like, all this other weird things that are going on. But eventually Diana is being taken up by seaplane to the Devil's Vortex, which uh, Xander is very excited about visiting. I guess has been on his bucket list of places to go. And the Phantom has jumped on to the legs of the seaplane and seemingly is on there for what I guess is a full day. <laughs> he rolled the entire flight. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Ten plus hours. Freezing cold wind, yeah. rain, yeah, turbulence. Possibly, he's fine. Maybe right. the occasional duck. He good, though.
2: We do need to mention yeah. that the Phantom has no discernible powers. He is just a oh, very athletic man. I got a game for you. <laughs> I got a game for
0: you because we're going to count his superpowers. We're going to have to do that.
3: He does have powers, and then they forget that he They forget in the they demonstrate that he has powers in the film, and then they forget that he does. <laughs> And Fine. then
0: he's just like, oh, I just happen to know things. And they kind of right. like wash over it as like, no, it's not a power. It's just, I now can fly planes or I can now do backflips like crazy. Or At
3: the beginning of the movie, he is sitting in that stone throne and yep. the child has not called out. He just hears the jungle. No, it's true. And, <laughs> no, and he calls his, what's his dog name? Devil? Devil? Yeah, Devil. And it's just like, okay. So you were attuned to the jungle? And attuned to jungle. I like that.
1: That's a power.
2: To the jungle. And I guess he can I don't know if he can talk to all animals or just to the animals that are his tornado and double kicks. Yeah, you know. And like, he gives them the most the worst names. And they conceivably can also <laughs> communicate with each other, it seems they at one point talk. in the movie. <laughs>
1: but...
0: That that wolf <laughs> nodded at that horse. <laughs> and they had a bond. They had an agreement.
2: He
3: can also see dead people.
2: Yes. He's he has yes. randomly talking to his father, not James Remar, but <laughs> similar device That'd to Dexter, cool. where he's he's just talking to his dead father. Patrick Mcnoon, So they arrive at the Devil's Vortex, which is just a big ass volcano that the Sing Brotherhood happens to be hiding out in. Sing Brotherhood is the same pirates that killed uh his father or i guess his his ancestor i don't know who that man was but um <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry to that man
2: <laughs> sorry to that man led by the indomitable carry hayoki tagawa who is always a delight when he shows up All day. he's we don't have we have black acting school but we don't have an acting school for for non black people but he is definitely one of those people who you can tell like the range is there. They just never let him do more. So, like, no. all the roles that he's in is oh, just every day. Every you know, time. he's playing the same kind of villain, but he's every- always giving it, you know, just not only everything he's got, There's but he's two just got good Rising
3: Sun with Wussy Snipes and Sean Connery. That movie's wild. It's a very wild movie. <laughs> that's I- actually, that's one we got
0: to do on the podcast. You should Maybe. probably do,
3: yeah, I- Rising Sun. It's wild. It has some, I remember when it came out in the 90s. It was dope because Bussy Snipes was dope and now you yeah. watch it now. It's like, all right, I wouldn't say it's dope. <laughs> I would use the term as Cameron so wisely put, wild. Like yeah. it's but Carrie wow. uh is incredible in that film. Yes. Playing off type, playing kind of a Playboy, authority, yeah. Devil May Care. And then he like and then you see him like fight and whoop ass. Um mm-hmm. It's like yo, this dude had range. Yeah, and the other movie I was thinking is Balls of Fire. He has a small role. Yep, but he's he. I never seen him do comedy. Mm Mm-hmm. He's fuck and he's hilarious.
2: He's I think he he has all the tools, and here he is. He has all the tools. Basically, uh, just here to shit on Xander and his crew because they roll up and they're like, "Yo, give us the skull," and they're like, "Why the fuck would we do that?" And he's like, "Well." you know, like, if you give it to me, we can rule the world. And he's like, your dumbass doesn't even have the fourth skull. And he's like, the fourth skull? And he's like, yeah, dude. Like, what are you coming in here telling me what to do? And, he, and then the uh, <laughs> the the uh underboss of the group is like, yo, I don't even know these people. You can cut a deal with me, and then we can have power. And Carrie's like, where the cannon at? Fires the cannon at a single individual. <laughs> <To wrestling. laughs> This man flies off screen. Meanwhile, the Phantom is watching Ooh. all of this. He's not doing anything. He's just up, lurking uh, in the shadows, he's... while <laughs> while all this is going down. That's a so...
0: that's a very very strong lurk, Tarek. i did very. You guys he's didn't see doing, it, but he gave a very accurate lurk. He's
3: doing a very. It's a. It feels like a wool feral like <laughs> kind of. He's literally. No one knows he's there, and he's he's like he's <laughs> posing and I'm like no one who are you doing this for
2: we get a lot <laughs> of close ups of just his eyes you know through yeah. like grates and like other things yeah Um. but Xander basically runs out of shit to offer them and it's just like hey I know you don't like the phantom we got his girl and he's like oh alright well <laughs> alright well you could do he something, that. something <laughs> that it's so dumb yeah. Yeah. and the phantom's like alright time out wait a minute Uh, jumps yeah. in they start scrapping It's it goes on for quite a long time, probably longer than it needs to be. Everybody gets their looks in gets their shots in. Eventually Carrie gets eaten by alligators and (laughs) it comes down to, you know, uh, Sala, who's Catherine Zeta Jones and, uh, Diana Palmer are trying to escape in a submarine that they're just going to shoot up to the surface in, but Xander and, uh, Quill, James Remar show up and, you know, they've got the three skulls now together he puts them all together. Basically, just in like a what that do kind of, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but let's just we put them all together. Let's see what happens. Immediately kills Kowell. He just disintegrates. So I guess that is what that, that do. Uh, but now he's got which I mean, we can pause for a second here because I'm not quite sure how this helps him control the world. Like he does have a laser now. I think he has a laser. <laughs> But we find out um, that the fourth skull is the phantom's... The
1: golden. phantom's ring.
2: Which he seemingly, like, just remembers Then in that moment. I don't even know like... if he remembered it in the moment.
0: <laughs> I think he was like, oh, shit, I think this has... It's... Or can deflect the laser coming at me. Like, it's really inexplicable, honest to God. Cause...
3: Well, his
2: ghost pop so... doesn't tell him. No, he said, Ghost Pop my, does not tell him. Ghost he Pop has my, other ghost things Dad. on his mind. Yeah, Go, Ghost, ghost Dad is like, yo. you need to have sex. <laughs> ghost yeah, Pop yo,
0: is... Ghost Dad, upon hearing <laughs> that there is some pussy on the, <laughs> on, on the Barbie, is like, excuse me, what? Well, shakes ghost... his his ghost shakes his son's hand.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Saints be praised, right? Like. He... <laughs> Ghost Dad is straight up worried about his son and his assistant. Yeah. I'm going to say it. <laughs> this was a time when, you know, uh, adults couldn't live the lives they wanted to live. And I think yeah. Ghost Dad was like, You get married and you having a kid.
2: That's what we do in this family. That's, That's what, what we, we do. do. That's what the phantoms do. That's what we That's phantoms. What phantoms do. Don't get it. <laughs>
3: and you know and billy's just like yeah sure dad um right. you know like it's and the cabbie's
0: like oh uh, sure <laughs> crazy person in the back of my cab that i'm just just descri- driving everywhere
3: yeah yeah like you would think the father would say oh by the way you are wearing the fourth skull there's a whole skull thing going on yeah. it's
2: probably in one of the tomes yeah billy hasn't had time to read or on that the yet. He's... cutting room
0: floor of this movie <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah anyways they they aim the three skulls at him he decides oh maybe the ring might do something the ring shoots out a purple laser there is like a slight back and forth i can't tell why the phantom gets the advantage but eventually his yeah. purple beams overtake xander's beams and I, xander is is till the very end very excited about what's happening <laughs> explode love that my
0: favorite i love when a villain is just like the power is consuming me i'm going to i'm going to die in a fiery ball if i don't do something but it's so cool right now to
1: be if, me if in content this moment.
2: If content was a term back then, I think, and he was like, you know, like a a YouTube personality, that would have been like, oh yeah, this is the greatest. My channel is gonna get so many views when I <laughs> disintegrate into flame. <laughs> Yo, the views are gonna be. Qu- Yo,
0: Sprite's gonna come calling. They're gonna be like, hey,
3: such a likable villain. Yeah, such a likable. It was great.
0: It was great.
2: Uh, he's having a ball all the way to his death. I love oh, it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> when all the things start to explode in the museum, he's like, amazing!
0: Wonderful! Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. he's
0: looking yes around like, lines. wow, I love this!
2: Show me the power!
3: <laughs> Show me the power! And I'm like, that could not have been in the script. No. <laughs> if it is... Well, it's
0: 1996, you know that was... what is Jerry Maguire 96? Yeah. If Jerry Maguire is 96, but... then they saw that, and they was like,
2: I'm sure Mm. it wasn't the direction, though. I'm sure the direction was maybe just, like, you know, under your breath, or, like, kind of, like, and he was like, nah, this needs to be here. Nah. I got this. (laughs) I know where this needs to be. My name is
0: Treat. I'm gonna give y'all a treat. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right.
2: Uh, The movie ends where it probably should have began, which is explaining everything you just saw, where uh, Kit takes Diana into his cave, and he's like, oh, by the way, it's it, I mean, he doesn't basically say it's me, but he's like, you know, my father washed sh- or my ancestor washed ashore here, however long ago. There's been like 20 phantoms. Everybody thinks that, you know, somehow, even though there's probably very identifiable differences between us, they think it's been the same man for about 400 years. <laughs> um, I, I He got his belt back from James Remar, his dad's belt, and like hangs it up got in his, his dad's lucky tomb. Belt. His dad is like Diana's walking away. His dad's like, You just gonna let that walk out of the Phantom Cave? Like, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> and so he goes to chase down Diana and like half-heartedly explain that I'm Kit. And she's like, I knew. You're I mean, it's pretty obvious. Uh he's like, Oh, takes off the and he does this several times. He takes the mask off. Underneath his mask, there is visible like eye makeup. Oh, yeah. But when he takes it off, it's just yeah. his regular face. <laughs> Another
3: better than shooting the gun out of somebody's hand is when clearly the superhero has eyeliner. Okay, so like when Michael Keaton yeah. removes his mask in uh, Batman Returns, the eyeliner is gone. Yeah, and it's like
2: we know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Kit is basically like maybe and diana's like do you want me to and he's like i I've, i i don't know maybe why don't you come well, back well doesn't he say like
3: i if i remove my mask i'm only allowed to remove my mask for the, the woman, woman i'm gonna and marry. marry and she's like
2: and she kind of gives him like a... <laughs> <laughs> maybe bring... Well, it's because the movie ends with her flying off with Catherine Zeta-Jones, who I believe they get married. I'm they gonna married. say that's because the way that Catherine Zeta-Jones was looking at her, she was like, "Well, if I ain't getting this one, I'm I'm getting that one. I ain't leaving here empty-handed." So said, I'm I'm with she was on that I'm leaving here with something. So that's the end of the Phantom. Like it's kind of yeah. like the the father's just like. Well, maybe we'll see in another adventure if they get together, but they, this was the only adventure. Uh <laughs> yeah. and so, uh, obviously we have to play. Can we talk for a Let's talk about this movie in a lot of yeah. different ways, but the, the way I want to start is, again, examining the white savior of this film, this is a very strange movie because, like, <laughs> He doesn't necessarily save people of color in general, but is ostensibly the ruler of this country Mm -hmm. filled with, again, it's unclear, the indigenous people of this country. Some of them look a little bit, you know, Laotian or Thai, or some of them look... I mean, Mm -hmm. there was a couple black people there, but (laughs) he... Is there? I mean, it's he's not really their protector. He's their protector. It's not clear if he's their king. It does have like some like similar energy to say like a Tarzan or like a John Carter. Or oh like yeah. all these other things. Oh where, yeah, you yeah. know, white man just appears in the movie. They don't have the typical kind of prophecy in which you know a pale, uh, you know. God will come unto us and like deliver prosperity or you know that kind of thing where it's just like oh so you see a white man and it's like he's God because a book I mean, told you but uh, that was
3: the, that was the flavor in the 30s like yeah like the ones you mentioned Flash Gordon Buck Rogers all you had to do was be a white dude yeah like uh you know a name like jock or Brick or Bert, you know <laughs> like you know, and you were that was your superpower. Like right. if you were decently in shape and like had all your hair, man, the world was yours. The world was your oyster. <laughs>
2: But it's like, like he is—he is literally a child, and they're just like they do a whole ceremony. They give they him. They do a, ring, a ceremony. They're like, I guess this other
0: is... children in the village. Well, that are like I, it, I could use a ceremony to like you're one of us. Why would we ever do that for you?
2: Right. It's unclear whether or not the phantom is a thing that existed prior to him showing up, or it was a thing that there. Because my thinking was like, like a legend. Yeah, well, like, wouldn't it have been a bitch if they were just like, oh, another one? Like, let's quick, somebody give him the ring, tell yeah. him that he's the phantom, and like, we'll send him off, and like, he'll die like the others, and you know, we'll just go back to what we're doing. Flash it's forward really 400 intense. years. And he's still it's, there, and they're like, "God damn it!" Like, Phantom is like that's how we
3: get rid of the
0: outcasts. Yeah, like, it's what, actually super funny. Could you imagine if yeah. they had like a bag of like plastic rings and just somebody like get the ring they made? And, like, yeah. and then every time they come out, and do this like fake ceremony. Like some of them are laughing to each other. Like, yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, and he's like, "Oh, hey, check out the ring." It's like in a fire plate or something like that. And this point, he's mesmerized. Guard. Your sacred yep. girl
3: will be this bright purple color. <laughs> That's perfect for our climate <laughs> and will blend
0: in
2: perfectly with the background.
3: Yes,
0: now it will go unseen by predators.
2: Yes. Go out there and protect the islands. You know, we don't we don't we don't if you need us, I guess we're around, but uh... You
0: know what? Yeah,
3: yeah, don't <laughs> Is the movie Joe vs the volcano a sequel?
1: <laughs> oh <shit.
3: laughs> they figure out like all right you know what we just toss them into the volcano and tell them, <laughs> you know
2: well it's because in in the movie if we can count them the rope people oh yeah That's
0: oh right. that was oh that was crazy <laughs> it's like those are my people my friends the rope people and i was like N- nigga what
2: I think what? they're like we've talked about this phantom. We've got names. <laughs> it's, we, not, it's not the rope All people. of it, like you were a child.
0: You had people that fucking reared you. You know, like taught you the, the the language of their tribe, ingratiated you into their tribe. Yet they are the rope people.
3: The rope people.
0: Not not like Charlie and my friends in the rope village, the tribe of which I probably learned the name of.
3: They really refer to
2: themselves the rope people. Ah, uh, no, no, but you know, <laughs> you, got got ropes, you got ropes, just... you know. So you, you see the ropes, right? Look, all they right. all look alike. These ones have ropes. It's easy for me to talk ah, them they hard. all look alike. <laughs> so they all see. <laughs> you said it. That's how they that's how they <laughs> get by. But that's the thing. So those though we meet them, we meet his assistant again. I'm unclear of what their relationship is. Yeah, um, but. And I want to say, uh, right?
3: His name was Garan, I think. And
2: he and he's like the yeah, typical Geron. like person of color assistant who's kind of like, you know, my boss is kind of an idiot, and like I actually do a lot of the you know legwork, groundwork of like getting things together, and he kind of shows up and takes the glory. And there's also just like, what a weird guy. Again, is it? It's not explained, you know, because there's been twenty phantoms. Is Garan? Right. Is his family like? The caretakers of the Phantom, or is, does he just choose a new person each I time, if or it's
3: similar like the reason? <laughs> if we get really cynical, I'm like, you know, and the movie starts with this small child being kidnapped by evil Indiana Jones, and yeah, you know, <laughs> and then subsequently saves the same child, and like, is it like, is that how he gets these young mm. interns? Like, you know, like you're gonna be on the side, I'm right. huh? you again. Yeah, <laughs> I saved your life. No. Well, can I live with you?
0: No, 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 no. I'll, no.
3: Don't come find no. me. I'll
0: find
2: you. <laughs> but you'll owe me the rest of your life. Well, <laughs> yeah. in 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 the comics, it doesn't happen in the movie. But the, the Phantom has two rings. One that has the skull where he punches people, and that's what James remar has, which is kind of like you're an enemy of the Phantom, and I guess you have bad luck. And then he's got another ring that has an X on it that if he brands you with that, you are a friend of the Phantom and he is duty-bound to protect you. And he also, like, you have good luck of some kind. Um, I gotta punch you, though. <laughs> but I gotta punch you in the face. Yeah, I still
0: gotta punch you, too.
2: But then it's also like, so is he branding his friends? Because that's also... Very uh <laughs> problematic. 1000 percent Well that's what I was thinking. The first
0: the first time I saw the when he's like, Yeah, I got nothing to worry about with this guy, and then he shows the scar, and I was like, Oh damn, you got punched, you got sizzled, you yeah. got handled, fam. And right. when the other guy showed the thing, I was like, Okay, so he's just like, That's like the ring is like, I punched you. You got punched by the phantom. Don't don't go around messing with these guys anymore. Yeah. But yeah. then yeah, I don't well, James know. James Remar,
2: he's James Remar is a habitual line stepper, so he is not that is afraid true. of of <laughs> the phantom. Um, but and then the only other people of color, Catherine Zeta-Jones, who is she's a character. He, her character is very interesting because one she has a strange moment of conscience where like Diana Palmer is talking to her and she's just like, oh, you're just a sociopath. Don't you care about anything? And Catherine Zeta-Jones is like, yeah, like what? And he's like, why don't you figure it out? And she's like,
1: hmm. And she
2: really takes a moment. <laughs> it's one of the right. best. <laughs> right.
3: That may be one of the best moments in all of cinema. I've never seen someone go like, to a villain, what's wrong with you? Sit down and think for a moment. And she goes, you know what? We got a long trip ahead of us, let me.
1: Oh.
2: I oh. like. I like for them to cut to her, and she's like reading bell hooks, and it's like, right. oh, so, damn! It is about
1: love. <laughs> it is, it is all, right. all about love. It's about love. <laughs> huh?
3: Have you, you know. heard of this thing called the sixteen nineteen project?
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, I, love I love books. I love books.
2: Well, because then like, in the cave, she's just like. Our, us ladies gotta stick together, you know what I mean, I've been thinking,, Yo. and <laughs> sexism is real, maybe you and I should uh, and that might have been like the the low key beginning of her trying to pull Diana away from the phantom. It's just like, hey, why don't you stick with me, and uh maybe we can get out of this a lot, you know what I mean <laughs>
0: I, was <laughs> empo- I was employing female pilots, you know i I could make something happen for you, girl, you know,
3: I spray, First, I get the mindset though like. You're in a cave filled with pirates. Nary a woman in eyesight. Nope. The math is mapping, right? Right. Like, you
0: know, you know. You know.
2: <laughs> but then the other elderly people of color are the the Sang Brotherhood, who appear to be pirates who, like, it's unclear. They seem to be doing well. They live in right. a volcano, you know. They live they in a have volcano. Have Things are great. A, a lot of jewels around. It seems like they're still... Robbing the old fashioned pirate way, but you know very much just like base villains, you know what I mean evil, yeah. nefarious uh you know oriental people who you know are have no good intentions for anyone right and that's and those and those are the people of color in the movie, and so like when you when you look at the phantom, he's either protecting what seem to be pretty simple people who live with him, you know these kind of like this island is I'm assuming to be cut off from civilization quote unquote other people, and so right. he kind of like keeps bad things from happening to them, and then he's fighting a lot of people of color, saying brother Etsy to be like yeah. his sworn enemies who killed his great 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 grandfather and like and then he's kind of maybe. He's definitely employing Garan. Like, they're not friends. That is, you could tell by Garan's interactions know. with him. That is a man who, like, I cannot wait for six o'clock. Like, when my shift is up, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of this cave. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Like, Garan has two scenes. Yeah. Like, he's not, I think, honestly, yeah. He's not, like, he's not, like, you know, um, he's not back up in any way. He's not. He literally helps, like he's on the radio. He can use that, and like he helps tend to the phantom's wound. But outside of that, he's like, a, yeah, he's an intern Alfred. <laughs> Alfred, yeah. yeah,
2: Robin. You know, right. Yeah. So, so do I mean? Obviously, this is not just a movie of the times of the 90s, but also a movie that is interpreting material from the 30s and 40s. So, like, how do we feel in terms of how people of color were represented in this movie? Because it feels like they had to have them in the movie because of the source material. But then when they put them in the movie, they're like, how can we get away from them pretty quickly and get back to yeah. the Phantom and what he's got going on?
3: Um, I felt like they were very... I feel like the movie was conscious of... Because there was also a Phantom serial. Yeah. Um. Which and was worse. worse. <laughs> Which was worse. And this is like, you know, and his blackface and um and I feel like they they were like, Okay, we wanna dip our toe in that, but we don't wanna deal with the you know, and this is still pre internet, so they won't worry with too much backlash, but hmm. if they were smart enough to like, let's not go full like show some vague everyone's got face paint. Right. So you'll is that, Ooh, yeah. is that black? <laughs> is he, you know, Asian? Um, and so yeah, I think you're right. I think like the 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 strategy was like let's get in and get out, right? <laughs> like it's exotic, and it's vague, and like the villain in the Top Gun movie, like what country is it? We we won't tell you. You won't know. It's just it's coloring, it's flavor, not even like yeah. it's. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. Cam, what did you think?
0: Uh, you know what, actually, that's the one thing I actually had like a visceral reaction to <laughs> watching the movie, because, you know, there's that first scene where, uh, you know, his father's killed in front of him. And they're seeming, like, those pirates are seemingly, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, Laotian, Hawaiian, you know, South Asian possibly. So darker skin tone, you know. But then when we get to the village, some of them are black, very much so. And I was like, okay, all right, we just don't care, and that's fine. Actually, that's fine because I know this movie is like not really interested in that, right? They, it's a fake island name. Yep. Their fake tribe name. Wait, what? What is it?
2: Oh yeah, I mean the I mean the rope I, I don't know if they actually have a name. I know people. I know the rope people are maybe a subsect of the Bengali people. But right, yeah. I don't know if that's like because then it's confusing because that child is clearly from the island, I guess. But where did he come he calls from? Calls the island Cause, home. Yeah, because right. he, he's clearly like just a regular ass nineties kid. So <laughs> I'm wondering where he came from. <laughs> Because he's he's clearly not a rope person, uh. But Compton, yeah, he's and a Compton. like I I get the sense that Garan, in in the same way that like Billy Zane got sent out, they flew him out to get educated and come back. Like Garan was probably sent to like, you know, Oxford or some shit. And then oh, like are, Cambridge, like, yeah, yeah. Come back, but come back <laughs> here and like be. <laughs> the butler to the phantom the educated yeah get that educated. good education but also like use it to get him some tea and uh... <laughs>
0: to come back to come back to live into the in the jungle and work for white people which is just like dastard, dastardly work dastardly work go get that education but come on back because yeah. Colonialism knows no ends. I hope yes. I
2: hope, I hope Garan used some of those Bengali dollars to be an early investor in a AOL. Or something. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so. he's uh,
0: he's now CCO of Huawei. I
3: would love his and like his whoever his great grandchild like them doing a twenty three and Me or a new <laughs> I'm Like who did
2: you work for?
3: Yeah, look. <laughs> It a was different a different
1: time, time. yeah <laughs> i needed a job oh,
2: wow. it wasn't a lot of opportunities wow. in lot in of so you know i yeah, I had to do what i had to do do what i
0: had to do but i'm not i'm not i'm not too mad at it i i, I kind of honestly treated it the same way they which also is terrible because that movie is also fucked up but uh uh temple of doom which is like we're here we in the jungle yeah. brown people possibly and in, possibly right. indian because we're in that country right might as well make sense but right. they could be from anywhere, and I know I'm used to it at this point.
2: Yeah, didn't and hurt it me. Wasn't, it wasn't as bad as a as a village full of brown people seeing Indiana Jones stopping what they were doing, turning to him <laughs> with their arms stretched out, slowly walking towards him, unsure about what's going to happen, but then basically like <laughs> falling to worship him, and he's just like, "Good to be me." <laughs> yeah, hey, I feel like they got funny. a white. Wow. <laughs>
3: I feel like this film was kind of a last gasp of Orientalism Mm
1: -hmm. in Mm. cinema, Mm -hmm.
3: right? Like, uh, like explicit. Not that it ever went away. I think now, like the the closest I can think is like the King Kong movies, right? Where, like, again, it's like what village race are these people? And it usually, like, now the wink and a nod, and every story is like, well, it's prehistoric. So these <laughs> right. are
0: it's bu- it's before we could study,
3: right? It's proto humans or the yeah. lost tribe of whatever, or Atlantis or whatever. And so I feel like I love that. Yeah, phantom is kind of like the last gasp of no, this is we just don't know what Asians are about. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> well, just always, don't get them. It's always you know? interesting
2: to me, too, because any if you just look at actual for real literal history uh, of people of color. Throughout time, like, every time colonials came to a place and they're like, man, these uncivilized people, they don't have God, they don't have this, they don't have that. It's like, yeah, but we had, like, math, and, like, we know agriculture, and, like, we invented all these different, like, that were to our surroundings you know so like to help us do all these things and you came over here nobody invited you but you came over here <laughs> you, you came to us suppose that because we didn't have certain things i mean again you wouldn't have gunpowder without asia you wouldn't have like a lot of the different right. uh navigational things without africa like right. you didn't even know where india was until right. some black people were like is that way you going around us <laughs> around us you have all around us
3: meanwhile and they and here's the thing they knew mm-hmm. they did know like cuz that's why they enslaved us
2: yeah like
3: oh you guys know you guys know how to grow food really well um <laughs> Listen, uh, we got these internships coming up, right? Like um,
0: unpaid
2: for now, but unpaid hey, for now, unpaid for but, now. You know, but
0: let's talk in like two hundred
2: years.
3: Yeah, uh, you know we gotta we gotta seed our growth. Um, but yeah, like that. We're hoping for a big Q four. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Sprite, here's your opportunity. Yep, Q fours come up. And <laughs> reparations now. Um, reparations now. <laughs> but yeah, like that. It, it's. I feel like yeah, the Phantom and what was the movie Congo? Like mm-hmm. Congo. Oh man, monkey movie. And it was like we don't get Africa. Like strange things happen <laughs> Congo there, was, right? Yeah, talking monkeys. Um, but
0: Congo wasn't even. They barely even talked to. Oh wow, that's. I'm sure my age. That was like an HBO classic for me. That was like any day it's on. Let's let's pop it in. as a talking monkey. Let's go.
3: Listen. Any day it's on, I will still sit and watch <laughs> Bruce Campbell get killed in the first two minutes. He gets crazy murdered. <laughs> there's
0: murked. some crazy deaths in that movie. Actually, there's some really graphic shit in that PG-13 ass <laughs> movie.
3: And I got, and you get like a kind of low rent Ernie Hudson Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but also but, that tribe is like caked and white Uh Yeah, we're yeah. not going. We're not to yeah. talk about that though. <laughs> no. Caked, caked
3: cake on my face but yeah like I feel like those like that era we were just coming off of off of kind of like okay I guess it's not cool anymore to kind of throw sprinkle mist on these countries you know when well this movie yeah. kind of
0: gets a pass right because the vibe is 30 serials. this is true and yeah. I feel like this that's also like one of the things I would say like the movie actually succeeds if it succeeds in anything it like succeeds in like the steeping you in the vibe of the 30s or like oh, yeah. the feel of 30s serials, where a lot of like you know the consequences of things kind of are muddy you don't really know like the um, motivations for a lot of people but it's really just like good versus evil and yeah. at, at the end of the day and i, I mean it, it works for it works for, you know, me or like on a Tuesday watching something like this, but when you like dig into it and being a in a you know modern audience, even in ninety six, like, come on, dog, come on, come on, dog. Well, well look. Even I mean, in ninety six, I'm like, this is wild. Well
3: um, there's so many there's so many zags this movie makes when it could have made zigs. Oh
2: yeah. Like again, like I said, I <laughs> like
3: the movie. It's very fun. But you know, the Chiron very early on, it says New York 1938, and I think New York 1938. I'm like, yo, World War Two is about to pop off.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like,
3: how is there nary a Nazi in this film? Right, like,
0: yeah, right, missed Zander- opportunity. Yeah, missed opportunity.
3: Backs is your perfect, you know, this is this book I have behind me, Gangsters of Capitalism. Um, highly recommend it. Jonathan Katz, same era, right? Like, and you find out all these heads of industry were backing the, uh, the Nazi party here in the United States. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and were positioning themselves for a coup. Um, uh, Rachel Maddow wrote a book about it called Prequel. Um, this is about a whole separate coup that was going to happen. Uh, they kind of deal with it in the movie Amsterdam fascinating stuff if you're a nerd like me. But anyway, I'm like, we knew like, all these the DuPont's captain of industries, like, they were invested in, like, not just global capitalism, but straight up like empire building. Yeah. And wow, you got this dude, xander drax i'm like he is perfectly aligned to aesthetically like to show that threat of the fascist threat of like what like that only makes your hero that much more of a hero right like right that's why we Mm -hmm. love indiana jones those movies can be problematic but it's like at the end of the day i love seeing him punch nazis
2: well and that was the thing people were kind of like this is a little racist. And they're like, but what if he punts Nazis again? And they're like, oh, hey! Wait oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we're back. Yes, Let's do thank that. You, thank you. Oh, we're back. On, this. We on this. We're on this. Yes.
0: Back. Well, it's But that is it. That is it. It's the stopping of, like, yeah. evil empire.
2: Well, because right. even in the literal comics at the time, like, Captain America was beating up Hitler, Superman was, was handling Nazis, like, all of that stuff yep. that was happening then, like, was in conversation with that. And so, for them to adapt that, and then, because it's a PG movie, mm-hmm. and I think they wanted to. It's interesting again, like you were mentioning, Derek. There's a lot of the Phantom is unloading the clip. You know what I mean? Like the Phantom yep. is going hard. I, let me see. Uh, look, Phantom was like definitely concerns me a little bit. You know what I mean? But you know, I, I packed that thing too. So he come around this way, you will get caught. You know, like he was. He was. <laughs> he, <laughs> you know when he pulled out the double, the double glocks.
0: Crossed his arms and was like, you know what? I don't need to do this actually. Blam, blam, blam. Uncrossed right. his arms and just like <laughs> shoots straighter somehow. Yeah.
2: Like. But did wow, it really wow, kill wow. anyone? Just injured in main. It like stopped
0: five. It <laughs> stopped five of them before five more came up.
2: He uses his guns
3: at like because he has no gadgets. He's not like Batman no. where he has gadgets. Yeah. Like my favorite uh there's a scene where he's in the elevator shaft mm-hmm. and he uses his gun <laughs> to slide down the
0: to slide, down down the cable. Yeah. which <laughs> what is that? And then it actually kind of goes awry, like, right? Doesn't he right. lose yeah. grip, but he loses his grip. Somehow his uh-huh. Smith and Wessons held him. <laughs> He, to electrical wire to like I don't
3: get it you know whatever yeah he uh he never shoots anybody he doesn't carry extra clips no right no. like <laughs> a very confident like it's not like he's using one at a time it's no. I'm shooting both pistols at the same time <laughs> very confident strategy going out but not well thought out like no just leaving the leaving the house with eighteen shots. Cause I don't know who have you pointed out that like he wears clearly Kit Walker wears the outfit under the clothes yeah right but we don't get it like a it's not like a Superman feel because it just be a purple shirt <laughs> <laughs> Um I guess it would be
2: the belt he'd have to show the belt and be but, like he, yeah but
3: yeah there's uh... a moment where he's captured by Quill's men and they're roughing him up. And unless you like, if you're watching the movie the first time, it doesn't hit you. But if you watch it two times, you realize, <laughs> wait a minute, you got
2: two guns,
3: you got two two Glocks on you, fam. Like,
2: and they didn't pat him down. Apparently, nobody checked to see if he had a weapon. They just he was
0: white. Well, Jordan, he was with like with...
2: handling him,
3: and he's <laughs> taking it. And I'm like, my guy. You got just whip out the
2: you got. Remember, just, guys, though he can't reveal his identity unless it's to the person he's going to get married I to. So maybe he was like <laughs> my fault. My got, fault. Yeah, he had to wait. He had to wait a minute. Um, well, Sorry, let's this movie got rules. Let's. Yeah. But I think that brings me to a good point.
3: Ghost Dad has to explain. Not if you're in danger, son. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that literal,
2: like. But Dad, you said. <laughs> so the powers of the phantom right like we we briefly touched on it but like this is a again he is s- proto batman ostensibly without a lot of the gadgetry mm-hmm. he doesn't have a car he's got a horse um, and he's got guns but like he he doesn't seem to have abilities until he needs to have abilities and even like we talked about like he he doesn't always talk to animals except when he has to like when he talks to a tiger at the zoo, and it's just like, you know, one of us. Good to see us, well, <laughs> Tiger. Good job, my nigga. <laughs> what do you say? Good job, my nigga. And the Tiger's good like, work. yeah. Or, good job, my
3: kicker. <laughs> oh, oh.
2: We tiger's like just fun. like, alright, alright. Like <laughs> but, yeah. like, it, that doesn't seem to be an ability that he uses often, except when it, when he has to do it. He's, yeah, in typical comic book Parlance. He he has, uh, what is it like? Above average strength. You know what I mean. Like typically, the uh, oh, yes. Olympic level athlete kind right. of deal. So like, can he lift a car? Probably not. But like, he's strong enough to do the things that the strongest man can do. He's also very agile. Mm-hmm. And again, I just have to ask. So like, the people of Bengali. Like there's like a workout regimen, or like is there like a training video you watch as the Phantom where it's just like Nah, right. they do it. They do it like <laughs> you just
0: smack like bamboo stalks against his stomach for so, like yeah, years just... on end until their abs.
3: Yeah, he's doing the John Claw Van damn workout from um, <laughs> from which, uh, what's that kickboxer? Is that it's kick? Yeah, it's got to be kickboxer. That I'm thinking about. Yeah, uh, he's kicking. The what trick. is
0: that? Is that? yeah <laughs> <laughs> the tree kicking the bark off the tree yeah or i love the what's what's another one with the ice got the oh, ice God, yeah. you're on a bed of nails with the ice block yeah. on your chest yeah they do that they they just look at 80s movies you're montages right. <laughs> training montages and they're like that one looks painful should work
2: because he's 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 like we said he, he never gets shot even though many people are shooting at him uh, he manages to be such a good marksman that he doesn't kill anyone. Uh, although he didn't have any problems throwing my man into the the alligator water, he uh, yeah
0: easy easy work. He was he was
2: <laughs> he was about to give Quill that work because you know Quill was like, oh, I killed your dad, dog. Like I <laughs> yeah, I I want you to know yeah. that. And uh, you know they yeah. were going at it.
3: Both of those deaths, like yeah, he jumps out of the way. I think when the yeah when the beam comes. guys. fall into the <laughs> Oh yeah. And he lets uh, Oh that's
0: super whack but then he falls on the sword, right? But yeah. if you look at the shot, he like easily just fell to the side of the sword. It's like obvious. They didn't yeah. even try that one. They thought we were going
3: to not see it. No, man. It's like, I'd be cool if he kills these guys. Like, what's the plan here?
2: Well, yeah. in the, in the serial it's so He cool does kill. Me. Like, the Phantom is uh, like all of those pulp Heroes like Mm -hmm. Shadow killing lots of people, did Tracy killing people? Uh, you know, like none of them were like righteous heroes who were like, Man, can't kill these guys. You know, like that it wasn't until like the superheroes, you know, that were just kind of like, All right, you know, we can't kill all the villains all the time. But like, right, the early pulp heroes, no, like they had not only did they have guns, they were killing with extreme prejudice, yeah, (laughs) whenever possible. (laughs) Those old comics were no joke. Like, they
3: were smoking cigarettes, mm-hmm. chewing tobacco, need that. Having sex with people, And killing gangsters. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Good times, kids. Like, I want to be a hero. What's going on? Drink your Ovatine. Yeah. Pack them all, bros. <laughs> I was about to say,
0: watch it down with a whiskey and smoke yeah. that cigarette. But you're also in, like, the peak of physical health. Before we get into some of
2: these uh, behind the scenes, does anybody else have any last, just general thoughts on the movie?
0: I think we we counted all the superpowers, agility, talking to animals, uh, yeah. attuned to jungle, quote unquote. I guess
2: um, white privilege, capitalism is a he's got that those two. Yeah,
3: uh, what was the last one? I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: uh, just just master of capitalism, like he he doesn't he's got money from his country, which nobody would need. Except maybe Garan, but, but this I, is my this is
3: I have I take <laughs> a huge issue with he went to school in America, yeah, and then he shows yeah. back up in America after a period of time with mm-hmm. rupees and jewels <laughs> and tries to pay a cabby with that. I'm like, fam, you knew that. Oh, mm, you, yeah. yeah, you knew oh, that. So, you were here
0: six years ago. You were at school with homegirl six years ago. Like, Phantom's cheap. He well, knew. It's, he knew could, that wasn't going to work. It because it, rubies, dog. What about well, the dollars in your pocket? Shush, shush,
2: shush. Well, because the dollar, what he pulled out were like money from his island, which again, it's like yeah. the rope people aren't. They're not using money. So, who's that rope. money for? You know, like, that's right. what he's got. He's got basically Phantom crypto where he's like, look where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> like this how is
3: his like... family I mean but ask yourself how is his family making money on that island?
2: Well, let's get into oh, the behind damn. the scenes because I think this might answer your question if we're looking I'm at scared. The, the Phantom. I'm scared. So the original origin of the Phantom, because in the movie, again what we see and what we hear is that, you know, his his father was a, a adventurer, sailor, and uh, you know, they got caught up by the thing brotherhood and you know he basically washed ashore on this island in the original comics the phantom's father was a cabin boy for wait for it famed colonizer christopher columbus <laughs> <And> What <laughs> went with christopher columbus to america there's seemingly like a, a piece of land named after the walkers there that the phantom later goes back to reclaim. I don't understand how that works. So his father then becomes like a sea captain and they're sailing around and they get attacked by the pirates. They wash the shore. He swears an oath on his dead father's skull, which I have questions about of either one. How long did he wait for that skull to be a skull? Cause that, I mean, it couldn't it wasn't even in the ground, bro. Right. <laughs> he died. Wasn't even in the ground. Um, <laughs> this looks nice. But it's also credited with fulfilling the prophecy of saving the native people from slavery. So, I don't know. <laughs> I give this movie credit for not doing that. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you
0: know it was on the table. You know what the meetings, It was like, should we show the slavery?
2: It's in the original comics. Might. it was it's in the
0: source material i have to show the slavery i'm I'm not doing a good job if i don't talk about slavery here so
2: that's that's kind of where the phantom comes from again as as Tarek mentioned there were also radio serials and actual like you know tv serials uh Mm -hmm. that were what you'd expect if you've seen tarzan if you've seen any of those other ones it's the same thing phantom ordering around indigenous people uh sitting yeah. on a literal throne as he talks to them. <laughs> it is pretty wild. Uh so the phantom has been around since then. Like it's still they're still making phantom comics today. Um as kind of like newspaper serialized comics. It's also been a DC comic. It's also been a Marvel comic. So like the Phantom has a long legacy in the comics. So much so that let's see if you can guess some of these original directors attached to phantom projects because one Sergio Leone was originally in, in interested in making a phantom movie back in the eighties. I guess he got Alfred Flash Gordon and was like, nah, I'm a pass on that. But then it was like, all right, maybe you could convince me to come back and do something like that. And so phantom, was, it. yeah, phantom was one that he was interested in, but it didn't really gain any traction. But after, like we said, the success of all of these other movies, when Joe Dante was attached to direct and make this movie, and he, he wrote the original script alongside Jeffrey Boehm. And so they oh. were going to make the movie. It was the movie that Treat Williams is in because they didn't change the script from the original one that they made to this one. They just tweaked a couple things. things. The reason why the Joe Dante movie didn't get made is because they went big they were like what's the craziest thing we can make there was like a winged demon in the end of the movie it was going to be like a real campy tongue-in-cheek kind of thing and the studio balked at the last minute and they were like this budget's a little high i don't know if we want to go ahead and do this but then a couple years later one of the movies got delayed and they were like we need something to fill this gap the phantom we got a script like let's let's put that in there Billy Zane was originally attached because he, I guess, had become a big fan of the Phantom and like was collecting a bunch of Phantom comics, and so he really wanted to be in the movie. Um, before they got uh, Simon Windsor to sign on, one more person was attached to possibly direct, and that was Joel Schumacher. <laughs> and so it's that he he, he would have made gave the
0: Phantom nipples though, so <laughs> Phantom nipples.
2: He had made Batman forever, and people are like, "Okay, <laughs> you know this isn't this isn't the end of everything. like maybe we could do something with this um, but then he was also attached to direct the next Batman movie Batman and Robin, and so like he wasn't available, so they went with Simon Winer, but that's kind of what you see happening here. I'll read this quote yeah. from uh Joe Dante. Uh, because he says, I developed the script with the late Jeffrey Baum, who wrote Inner Space, as a kind of spoof. We were a few weeks away from shooting in Australia when the plug was pulled over the budget in the presence of a winged demon at the climax. A year or so later it was put back into production sans demon, only nobody seemed to notice that it was written to be funny. So it was disastrously played straight. Many unintentional funny moments were cut. After a raucous test screening, and foolishly, I refused money, uh, refused money to take my name off the picture, so I'm still credited as one of a zillion producers. So... <laughs> Even he knew, oh, no, like you guys, that's not. Yeah. okay, (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, But that does explain a lot of the tonal differences in the film is because it it was supposed to be light and funny. And they decided to not do that except for treatment. (laughs) I would have loved.
3: Because I love Joe Dante. Um, He's one of my favorite journeyman directors in Hollywood
1: um
0: okay that's
1: gremlins it's
3: gremlins gremlins and um, inner space inner space i love love, like uh you know and he would have put dick miller in the film you know Mm great dick miller who was in all of joe dante's films like would have showed up and have been like a perfect like cabbie for the what what's with the purple outfit (laughs) (laughs) all right guy (laughs) you know like um that tone would have been perfect for this movie like yeah, if, if you know Gremlins, if you know any of his films, like, little pulpy, they're pulpy. They can get ridiculous, but he's he knows how to visually put eye candy mm-hmm. in front of you, and he also know he gets tone. He gets no like he knows when to like pull back when it's too much from when, when it's and this movie. If you have a man running around in a
2: purple outfit, you need someone who knows how to control tone. Which, can I say, it amazes me. If this was a Marvel movie today, there would be at least five minutes of the movie of somebody commenting on his costume, just like roasting him. Just come yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, it would have been, been me. Not once does anybody, everybody's like, oh, the phantom, not like. There's a man in a purple suit running around. That's weird, right? Like that's not right. I know you're in New York, <laughs> you know, so that might not be as odd as if it was in like Kansas, but it's still kinda like purple purple man skull belt guns. Right. That should draw attention. <laughs> should draw attention. Eyeliner. Eyeliner. Um... He's on top of a taxi cab. Like, he's... You know what I mean? Like, he's not just... He's not in a taxi cab. He's <laughs> he on top
0: of it. That's... I'd definitely be, like, the dude, the elevator... The elevator attendant, or, like, the... <laughs> I don't know, selling papers out front, like... There's a fancy suit you got on there, boy!
3: Yeah, I was about to say the the Superman... Hey, Jim! It's
1: <laughs> a bad... <Yeah. man."> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um... Oh God. yeah that
3: every every superhero superhero movie should have a black guy just <laughs> complimenting <laughs> what well, uh the it's, it's, it's spider-man care. it's like i
0: sold that guy's pizza like, like, well I'll, I'll, I'll be right there
2: two more bits of trivia for you because what you mentioned bruce campbell before he was also in the running to be the phantom would have been so good next to billy Thanks. zane billy zane obviously won out but bruce campbell was in consideration for Sala, uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones' character, two other people were in consideration: Jenny McCarthy and a nope. a young Jennifer Lopez, who like was like interviewed to to be, like she was you know talking to Simon Windsor, uh, but Simon Windsor had seen Catherine Zeta-Jones in the movie. He basically recounts it as like she was naked most of the movie, and he was like all right, <laughs> let's do that. Bruh, bruh. <laughs> And so... It,
0: I think JLo lo meant a better choice. I think that's like Selena is the year before or something like that. It's like uh, yeah. you don't have J-Lo, even the idea of the superstar J-Lo, unless it's like Selena's ghost passed through her. Right. Like it did in that yeah. movie.
3: Yeah, she's... During this time, she is right off of Living Color. Right.
0: Yeah, it's like... I think it's like in living color, Selena, and then like skyrocket.
3: Right, Uh, money train. There was money train in there.
0: Oh, money train. Oh
3: man, Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes. Mm -hmm. Uh That was the first time I knew her from Living Color, but I remember in the movie I went and saw the theater, and I was like, "Who that?" Yeah, uh, and then Selena was like. Do, 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 and yeah,
0: yeah.
2: But all that to yeah, say, yeah. this could have been a very different movie with Joe Dante, Chris Campbell, and Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Jennifer and Lopez, and
0: Jenny McCarthy, like that's Jenny McCarthy is wild. That's like incorrect. Yeah.
2: I think they were just like, who's a femme fatale? Who's a woman who's beautiful yeah. and can well, Jenny, be? Jenny mccarthy's
0: not even a femme fatale at the time. She's MTV VJ. She's yeah. But again, like, like
2: Jennifer Lopez wasn't much of anybody either. I think it might have just been I mean, you a, know right. a, a budget thing, where they're like, "We don't have a lot of money for this role, so like, who looks attractive and could we can just kind of throw out there." And so I, I got to say, the though, can...
3: these hearing those names, it just makes me nostalgic for the time when like studios weren't run by Wall Street bros, mm-hmm. like they yeah. were yeah, but they were run by people who were like, yeah. Hey, how about we get Bruce Campbell?
1: Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like they I had don't... like ideas. They
0: were like, let's try it. Throw it at the let's wall. Like, maybe even in the case of what, like a Back to the Future, we'll just shoot forty percent of the movie <laughs> with somebody who we're not going to have in the lead yep. role.
3: Yeah, and now it's so. I feel like it's it's the choices are so safe. I feel like those like a movie like Phantom today wouldn't be made. hate to say it, be that guy who says phrases like that but like it wouldn't that kind of just as uneven as it is and embraces a certain kind of fun
2: yeah there was I forget Mm. what studio it is but there was a large studio from China where recently somebody asked them like they are kind of naming a bunch of movies like would you make this movie today and one of them was The Green Mile and the producer was like no we wouldn't make that movie And it's like the Academy Award winning great model. Okay, (laughs) sure. (laughs) Um, Well, let's put on our studio producer hats and reimagine this movie and think about if there's a way to remake The Phantom with people of color. Oh, yeah. I've got some thoughts, but I'd like to hear from you guys first. uh, Tarek or Cameron, if you've got got thoughts on how to do that.
3: I mean... For me, like, and I stated, I think, before we started recording, I'm a big fan of pulp comic book heroes and noir and that's like my bag. So for me, this is a perfect setup for a 1930s version, kind of a Black Panther-esque kind of story, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You don't have to change much outside of the white savior hero. Yeah. Yeah. and put a culture behind. So if we choose a country, a specific country, (laughs)
1: let's
3: say somewhere in Africa, right, like um, a mythical (laughs) um, place in the African continent, then all of a sudden you can put this kind of culture behind this phantom hero. And what if it's a slave ship instead of a pirate ship, you know, that's attacked? Uh, and everyone is slaughtered except for this one child, uh, who was bound for America but didn't end up going and mm-hmm. you know is reclaimed by a tribe that's not his own, you know, secret mystical tribe that is just like, you know, it will now be your charge to
2: destroy the slave trade. <laughs> um, and that's what wow. the family does. Like I think we're we're on a similar path, because I was like, again, if they choose a place, it's the 1930s, right? Like, it could be just Ethiopia, have it be, you know, the Phantom is the legend that, you know, all these, these slave catchers have heard throughout the years, and colonials have heard it throughout the years, because, like, we can't get in there, you know what I mean? We keep trying to conquer it, we keep trying to take it over But there's this phantom, there's this ghost, there's this character that, like, keeps interceding, keeps kind of scaring people off. We've heard all this, like, mythology about it. And, like, it's the similar thing where the phantom is a honorary title that's passed down through generations. And, like, people keep picking it up and, like, being this mystical character that's kind of fighting off colonial powers I don't know if he has real powers, you know what I mean, or like mm-hmm. how how you want to do it. I think there's certain things about the characters that do, that do work. Um there's certain things about the character that I think need further explaining. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm kind of like I, wh- what's the how does that exactly work? But I think in that in that space where, you know, the phantom is more of a protector of these people and of this culture because the only reason that the phantom stays there seems to be like, where else would I go? You know what I mean? It doesn't seem like he's got a real attachment to this land, these people, this idea. It's just like, well, you know, my great-great-great-great-great-grandfather <laughs> said he would fight evil way back when, and I guess I'll also do that too. Yeah. <laughs> I guess i also fight evil. <laughs>
3: and what I would, you know, since we're telling similar stories, I think a cool thing as opposed to... It being like this patriarchal is always the male in the family, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm. I would take it out. Of, it's like whoever gets the whoever, middle, right? Like it's not just a family thing. Sure, but a, I think a funny thing would be like people still think it's the same person because they think all black people, look <laughs> <laughs> you know. So cool. like, the other one, I'm cool. clearly a woman. Like, <laughs> Uh,
0: but that would be she great because so. she'd be hiding in plain sight like the entire right, time. Right. right. They would never they would never even like um they'd probably kidnap her and take her right to the south. The <laughs> right.
3: But this idea that like throughout the whole region, like people have been different phantoms and mm-hmm. all charged. I mean it can be diasporic, right? It can go through the whole sure. like wait, I saw the sure, phantom yeah. in the Caribbean, I saw the phantom in North America, I saw hey. the phantom in Canada, I Look. saw like
2: Give like us, a, give us, Phantom comes to Harlem. Right, you know? <laughs> please. <right. laughs> they
3: are multiple. It's a, it's a mantle that multiple people can hold. Mm-hmm. All with the same charge of like, we know we destroy like whatever kind of this colonialist conquer kind of empire building kind of. Yeah,
2: we destroy it. Well, because especially if you tie it into real life historical like black rebellions and like other things like that bring the phantom to haiti bring the phantom to you know like all of these different places where black people have actually like fought back and like uh Mm -hmm. you know defending themselves it's like all right you know make make the phantom that kind of hero because i think with the the biggest thing that always happens we've watched a tarzan we've watched two tarzans we've watched watched we've watched you know these movies where they, they always seem to want to like All right, guys, look, we know, but this it's different now because they're friends or like, you know. Oh, the the (laughs) last one, the
0: one with Samuel L. Jackson, as a character named George Washington, love that too. But they definitely, uh, that's exactly what they tried to do in that movie, which was he's got a black friend. A black person charged him to go do what he do.
2: And he's trying to stop King Leopold's slave trade. His, his motivation in the movie. So I couldn't bring myself wow. to
3: watch. I couldn't bring myself to watch that movie.
2: Um, it's not. It's we, what you think it is. We we did it for you. We did it for you. I
3: appreciate it. I didn't. Uh, George Washington. That's the character. Yeah. that's his character's name. George this Bush is what Bush I mean. House payments, man. House payments. <laughs> well,
0: not a leaky. Not a broken floorboard in Samuel Jackson's house. Everything <laughs> I mean, works.
3: Everything
2: works. Everything works. <laughs> let's go around and see what people thought about the phantom on all of our different aggregate review sites uh we're going to start with imdb and out of 10 Tarek, what do you think the phantom currently has
3: what imdb out of 10 yeah Ooh, i gonna say 4.5 all right cam a solid um i'm gonna say a
0: five solid just because it's like the movie is a movie, right? Beginning, mm-hmm. middle, and end. Decent budget. Looks good in places, but is, like, honestly just a nothing burger. Even after you're done with it, you're like, wow, that was that was cute. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say five right down the middle.
2: Close. It's 5.1. I feel yeah. like I should just give it to you. Oh. Huh? Uh, yeah. Because you're, you're, you're basically right on it. Yeah, I mean. That's Price is Right points.
0: That's prices <laughs> Right rules.
2: There's a lot of people who enjoy it on the principle of, I know this isn't a good movie, but like it's corny, it's like campy, I like the silliness of it. So, you know, it's not necessary. Or, you know, there's people who are just actual general fans of the Phantom character and, you know, we're into it. There's a lot of people who are just kind of like, this is not it, you know, in the sense of like it was kind of. I think the tonal issues is what got people, you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. Um, I think this wanted to be one thing and it ended up being a different thing. Um, and, you know, that kind of brought it down a bit. But there's a lot of people who love them some Phantom. Going over to <laughs> Rotten <Phantom> Tomatoes. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, out of 100%, what do you think it currently has on Rotten Tomatoes, Derek? Out of 100%?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I'm going to, um, like, I would like to, I would give it a 75, but I feel like 65 is probably where it is.
2: Okay. Cam? I'm, uh, I'm
3: gonna stay with my score, say 50%. 44%. Mm. 44%
2: critic score. We, we
0: both liked yeah. it too
2: much. 31% audience score. Um, you know who also oh, really wow. liked it? And this is this is a fun watch. Is if you watch the Siskel and Ebert review of the Phantom, this is they this is one of those they almost come to blows moments where you know like over this
0: no Roger
2: Ebert called it one of the best looking movies I've ever seen uh, and it was just over the moon of like the production design, costume design, you know like general like immersion of the times nineteen thirties you know like look I'd and almost feel. agree. And so he was really I into agree. it. Almost agree. Uh Cisco was like this was trash. Billy Zane was trash. <laughs> Billy Zane looked ridiculous, you know, and they were just going back and forth about like how what I love it, I hate it, you know. And it was it, over this movie, which was kind of incredible because you would think it would be right. you know, something a bit more substantial, but like this was one of those ones that it was just like Night and day with them, so that's that's a fun. That's on YouTube. Want <laughs> to look that up? Um, yeah, check that out, yeah. But again, I think a lot of critics were just kind of like, "All right, hold on a minute." You know, like we just a, a year removed from Batman Forever. This is starting to get all of this is starting to get silly. <laughs> like, we when it was Batman, and even because none of those other movies did well, right? Like, Dark Man didn't do well. Um, The Shadow didn't do well. Oh, Tracy Zane, didn't you know. do well. Um, it Rocketeer like didn't do well. You know, all of these movies were not well. Yeah, received. Rocketeer was
0: around this time, too.
2: Yeah, all of those movies Rock- came out. People were like, no, <laughs> yeah,
3: Dick Tracy was the only one that kind of did. Fine. I would bet yeah.
0: Dick tracy is probably the most successful. At least Box Office, probably out of all these movies. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Batman, yeah, no one no one was able to repeat the
2: formula of the first. No. <laughs> uh, but now this brings us to our absolute favorite, which is Amazon.com. Uh out of five stars, what do you think <laughs> the Phantom currently has?
3: Well, I've been wrong on uh, <laughs> the car. I'm gonna say two and a half. Okay. Cam.
0: Oh, Tarek. Oh, sweet, <laughs> sweet Tarek. <Terrick. Okay. laughs> a wrong year. Um oh, wow. you know it's gonna be like four point eight. It's four point like i I'm gonna say four point eight because there are parts of it that if I watched it, I'd be like actively bored in a movie that i shouldn't be bored in uh so i'm gonna say that 10 20 viewers on amazon were sort of bored and dragged it down to a 4.8 out of
2: 2486 global reviews it has a 4.7 out of 5 81 oh, percent five Ill. stars <laughs> i'm ill i Hammer. amazon do
3: you cannot trust amazon people yeah you know this game i do not know <laughs> i great i think i've only been know.
0: like way off like once or twice but just about every time it's like a 4.8 it's a 5.0 <laughs> for just like hot hot trash films. Wow. yeah that, so absolutely. do not trust amazon yeah granted right.
2: most of these reviews yeah. are dvd and perfect quality five stars but <laughs> <laughs> my dvd worked the movie
0: played beginning middle and end
3: right well i imagine people who are commenting on amazon are fans yes
2: yeah. um yeah i mean there's a lot Something of people not the
3: cinephiles
0: no right
2: um and there's a lot of like reviews that you would think would be from earlier but there's a lot of 2020 2019 2022 like people are watching the phantom now and giving it five stars so (laughs) um well that brings us to our caucasity ranking scale we'll re-rank this movie on our three levels and Tarek, our first level is shorts in the winter uh being in new york you can probably you know spot this pretty easily for whatever reason it's unclear to black people why white people love to wear shorts in the winter specifically it it's it's always the phenomena of shorts, but then like full bubble goose jacket, beanie, gl- like parts of your body are clearly cold. Legs, not so much. Um and, and this is a level where this isn't hurting us, but we have questions, right? it's just a curiosity. We're wondering how did we get here? Who made these choices? Um, you know, so no harm done, but just kind of like I wouldn't do that. Cameron, what's the second level?
0: The second level of caucasity is this movie's touching my hair, so that's the point where you know they've they've wretched they've on over and decided to put at least a knuckle or two in your hair to try to find out some texture questions, see what's going on that's not going on over there, and that's when it's actually like kind of a problem because wouldn't that be a problem for you?
3: That would be, a problem. Uh, but not a
0: full. Yeah. It, exactly, exactly. You don't want nobody touching that hair. No. But it's not quite like I'm a you know, judo flip you real quick or like, you know, karate chop you in the net. It's more like, Please get your hand out of my hair.
3: Right, right, right. So and before I judo chop you. So these these get become more problematic. Yes.
2: Yes. You got and it. The third level, I turned Cameron before he came on, he would never guess. <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> what this is? This is from the Huffington Post. I'll just read the headline. Florida representative pushes bill to legalize shooting bears that are on crack. Uh,
0: Oh, no.
2: A Florida lawmaker wants the state to enact a stand your ground style law against the scourge of what he describes as bears that are on crack. Kicking people's doors down in the middle of the night. Here in last week, held by the Infrastructure Strategies Committee, Republican State Representative Jason Shelf urged his colleagues to pass House Bill 87, which would allow Floridians to shoot bears if they fear imminent threat of death or serious bodily injury. Now...
0: So bear, bears is the new niggas.
2: Basically, yes. Yeah. Well, not, so
0: the, not the crack part. Not the crack part. That's not what no. I'm trying to... Hey, no. <laughs> don't that on the podcast. No, edit that out. Edit that out. I didn't mean that. Sorry, ancestors.
2: But... It's the same logic, right? Like, they're just now extrapolating laws they've used on black people to bears. And Florida is a state in which so many things are happening right now. You know what I mean? Like, so much actual litigation and, like, legislation is needed to help people in that state because of terrible decisions that DeSantis has made. And yet this man has come to the floor... With a bill, to 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 legally allow people to shoot crack bears, uh,
1: right.
2: this, this is the level well, where cocaine
0: bear. We good.
2: I have a lot we'll of questions about where. I mean, even in Florida specifically, I I would assume they would be like methamphetamine bears, or you know, there'd be bear something minimum. else that uh, they would be getting. Crack is an interesting choice for bears. But this is this is the level it's where, like the
0: bears, like seek out like cooked cocaine, crack, like like crack, co- crack is a, there's a step, right? Yeah, cocaine is like, oh, Look. I got cocaine, we can quickly do cocaine. Crack is like, I there's a step, I gotta. Do you have a tube? Do you have a lighter? Do right. bears have opposable thumbs? Nah. What's going on here
2: with with the with you the... like that? introduction of Winnie the Pooh into the public domain I would pitch a wire meets Winnie the Pooh just to hear him say tell the streets we back up you know oh, <laughs> but oh, boy, oh boy, <laughs> tell the
1: streets that we're back up my <laughs> but
2: this is the level where you know my what you're finger. doing my, two. <laughs> My. <laughs> this, this is the level where you know exactly what you're doing you're you are coming to the floor with absolute nonsense knowing the real acts like actual things could be happening this is the time that you're using as a elected representative of your state to make laws people are shooting bears i'm assuming just generally i don't know whether there needs to be a specific law about bears on crack (laughs) but this is what this man is doing and this is the kind of thing that is you know seems silly on its face but when you think about again like the actual needs of people and like the kind of people that are getting (laughs) elected into these these places where they have this man has power he is a state power. representative. And he's making crack bears. Well, balls. obviously
0: doesn't have a strong enough <laughs> jawline
2: to attain <tame laughs> real
0: power, but um But But the crack bears gotta fucking go.
2: They gotta go. So that's our three levels. Tarek, where do you think the Phantom lands on that ranking scale? Well
3: first let me just say your ranking scale, gentlemen. Incredible. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Don't think anybody is touching any of these rankings uh, having said that for me the phantom is harmless hmm. harmless as an Ohioan <laughs> in a February Black History Month in the corner of Martin Luther King Boulevard wearing some cargo shorts sipping a Sprite sipping a sip of the Sprite <laughs> Looking around, <laughs> maybe looking around for a, a sabaro <laughs> in Harlem. Yup, it's it's Harlem. It it's wearing Crocs. <laughs> it's just a oh geez, look at that, <laughs> bless it.
1: Oh bother,
3: bless it. You know, uh, it's not even walking slow. You know, it's not even like. <laughs> Sightseeing, walking slow in front of you, taking up sidewalk space—it's—it's on its way. (laughs) Sipping a sprite, eating its generic Sbarro pizza, and you know, getting out of your way. It's a all right. How about that? It's not staying in the city. It's not
2: long. (laughs) Karen, what do you think? (laughs)
3: I feel
0: like I was just. (laughs) I feel like I just lived a life. Um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Phantom, phantom's not. It's not gonna hurt nobody. Um, maybe like uh, um, shorts point three, maybe for like that. That tribe is. That's rude. That's just (laughs) like I. I just see that as rude. I'm like, hey man, I don't. I don't like just assume everybody in Nebraska looks like i don't know you know right i didn't go to random tribe and was like no get me some laotians but also get me some black people but also throw in like i have japanese dude as the leader of their pirate gang." i don't know, throw
1: I don't them all know. Together. What,
0: what works for you yeah just throw them all together hey they all the same tribe right right so that's why i'm like yeah maybe shorts point three for the tribe but other than that there's not even enough black people. There's not even like a, you know, a shoe shine boy who was like, look at that crazy looking motherfucker. Like, there's not even that guy. So, um, by the way, I'm free to play shoeshine boys if uh, if that's necessary. <laughs> I, I mean, even in Black History Month, I will play the first shoeshine boy to show how we grew. Um, but yes, yeah. Phantom, Phantom's not hurting nobody. Which is wild on our podcast. Yes. This is like the first time. If, I feel like this might be one of the first times I've been like, no, nah, no, nah, it's not It's
2: not yeah. that bad. I'd also, I'd also go with, with shorts. I think it is, if if anything, it's a movie that under-delivers on just, like, the absurdity of the concept. I feel like there were times where they could have got a little bit more broad or crazy, and it felt like they didn't really know what they wanted to do in certain instances, and so, you know, you could kind of get left with, like, Alright, we got a lot of we got a lot of plot. We got a lot of things for people to do. We're not gonna really tell you why they need to do them, but just e- evil, slam evil, right? Like that's the that's the tagline of the movie is slam that evil. Is the he, tagline. He just he's just, just slam. gotta slam evil. Don't ask questions. This poster <laughs> don't even
0: know what it wants, yo. This poster's like, hey, I'm gonna punch you with a skull ring, yeah. bro. Slam evil. They had slam a, it up.
3: They had a got milk at yeah when those were popular <laughs> i remember that was oh they did they had a the like phantom, phantom with the, the, the mustache
0: the, the milk mustache the
3: milk mustache um wow, everybody had one of them everybody. yeah they really, they really wanted this to be like a the new thing
2: oh and they also apparently had a 711 tie-in that you could get get the ring and they also were giving the ring away at certain screenings so i feel like they you know, they were trying to bring the Phantom. The Phantom had a cartoon Phantom Twenty Forty. You know, like they they there was they were trying to bring it back for a minute. Yeah, uh, there was even like a Sci Fi Channel show briefly. Like they they've kept attempting to make this happen, and it's just yeah, it's not it's not going to be a thing, y'all. I'm sorry, but you know, like <laughs> yeah. comic is still going. <laughs> show so. on that one. Unless
3: yeah. I mean, try the I, I would be down for uh anti
2: colonial hey. Yeah, Black yeah. Panther Phantom, Let's black black
0: female, uh, Phantom.
2: Word. Well, gentlemen, we've reached the end of this episode. Before we get out of here, what a ride, Tarek. I want I want to hear you speak on this because for those who don't know, Tarek had a, a Kickstarter last year for a film that he's making, Doc Race Revolution Relativity and the Confessions of a Time Traveling Terrorist. And I just mm-hmm. want you, real quick, to to sell people this movie what's it about mm-hmm. what can they expect see we can check it
3: out. oh thank you uh so we we had the kickstarter and we made the short and uh the short is part of a longer feature that we are in the midst of trying to make happen um uh you know an independent film thanks for the platform yeah um yeah. it's you know if you know the movies or books spook that's out by the door uh, the movie uh, Brother John with Sidney Poitier. It's a, those are two big kind of inspirations for this. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, what happens? Uh, I'm trying to figure out how much to give away. It doesn't <laughs> matter. I'll,
1: I'll just, um,
3: give us your elevator pitch. The 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 premise of the short um, doc race, revolution, relatively, and the confessions of a time traveling terrorist are that it's uh, set in a kind of Dick Cabot 1960s show late 60s. And um, the host of the show, you know, um, his guest is a black time traveler by the name of Doc, who has a lot of information and has an agenda. And that's kind of the, the, the preview and the premise. Um, but his agenda is to save the world. And his message is for his great grandchild who is, exists in 2024 um, and is watching the film, his interview, and our present. Mm-hmm. But he is speaking to them from the past. Um, and the premise he makes is his life. Uh, all of the films from the late 20th century, all the science fiction films from Men in Black to Star Wars to The Matrix to Alien, they're all based on his life. <laughs> and if, if that's the case, then what do we have to save the world from and how can his great grandchild help this queer black child in the year 2024 so that's kind of the premise and what we answer in the film right like you know um this character of doc you know if we accept that the men are black and real um and if we accept the premise that all these films that we know from the 20th century, right? late 20th century based on his life. Oh, then what does that mean about our world and our government and what we believe is real? And, um, why is this man rebelling against that?
1: Mm -hmm.
3: You know, why is this black man suddenly turning against the men in black? Certainly t- turning against the <laughs> American government. Why is he doing that? Um. So yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> if Spook by the that sat by the door and Brother John aren't indicators enough, yeah, we kind of know the answers. To why? Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the drama, right? That's the drama of the of um, of that, and yeah, um. We we've gotten to some festivals. Um, we're still in the festival kind of contest race mm-hmm. that will end until this summer, and then we're gonna have um, we have a we're gonna have a screening here in New York of the short, a screening in L.A., and we're having a screening in Austin. Uh, nice. And I'll be giving those dates out shortly still figuring that out mm-hmm. austin will be in august early august um i'm still figuring out new york and la dope um, but yeah cool. we have a, one producer attached for the feature and you know it's I uh, i don't want to make promises i can't keep it's a uh, the short is out there you can see that um mm-hmm. make that available in the screenings and i'll be making those announcements but as for the feature stay tuned watch this space
2: Look, we're rooting for you. That sounds we got amazing. You, yeah. you know, Thank we you. we we are big advocates of black people in all the genre spaces because I feel like not only are those stories necessary, but like my I have I have the After Earth one and done theory where After Earth bombed, and they were like, "Oh, black people don't like science fiction, right?" Like, here's here's Will Smith and and Jaden Smith. Isn't this what you wanted? That. And we're yeah. like. Well, we don't like bad science fiction. We like good science fiction, you know, right. so if you want to put us in that, but like, don't, don't give us these bad movies. And then they're kind of like, Oh, right. that's not black people are interested in that. It's like, no, we, we're we very interested in that. Right. We just like to see it's ourselves in it in, in, yeah. in ways that aren't, you know, the typical narrative way. So I feel like, you know, a movie like what you're describing is something I would love to see. Uh, so I'm, I'm yeah. really rooting for Same. that to, to get yeah. there.
3: I appreciate that, man. I'm really uh it's I'm excited about it. It's you know, it's um, follow your dreams, everybody. <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> like, hey. I not, not yeah. to be corny, but that you know, I've been like I said, I've been do- in this business for a while. And um yeah, uh it took me thirty years to finally not only make but be in the thing I've always wanted to do. That's and, right. That's the thing that we all have to do right now. And Absolutely. No, but tomorrow's not promised. Please, write your script, shoot your short, make your video, whatever it is, do it and do it now. <laughs> do it, do it, <laughs> do, it. <laughs> do it. Like we, we make have a movie, it. and we and we gotta support. We gotta, we gotta be out here for each other. So mm-hmm. if y'all got stuff, let no, me. Certainly. Like for we sure. gotta. Be, we gotta support. Um, if Hollywood is skittish and unsafe, and 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 like you hear white people being like, yeah, they're not making anything, then yeah, <laughs> they're catching colds. We're gonna catch the flu. Yeah, we gotta, uh, yeah. We support our own, and um, yeah, um, black sci-fi, Afrofuturism. That literally is the way to go. Yep, it really is. It really is.
2: Well, Tarek, tell everybody if they want to keep up with you, if they want to see what you got going on, social media places they can find you at, anything yeah. people should know about.
3: I am on the socials uh, on some of them. I'm not on the newer ones yet. I guess I should do that. Um, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook at TarekRDavis.com. Um, you can learn more about Doc at DocTheFilm.com or uh, follow Doc the Film on Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, yeah, there'll be more
2: updates about that very, very soon. Awesome. Uh, Cam, you got anything you want to tell people about or people can find you,
0: um, you can can find me at, uh, Twitter, you know, mama called him Twitter. I still call him Twitter, uh, at the blipster 1138 still on that still on the IG at the same. Um, I'm I'm cooking as well, but you know, we gotta keep them a little closer to the chest right now. Not not a little not not that not going that hard, but but um you can find the series I wrote for um on key TV on YouTube, the evolutionary uh sorry, the psycholog the psychological evolution of fuck boys. Sorry, that's a bit of a tongue twister, but yeah. go find that. On Kiki Palmer's uh, Key TV on YouTube, all the episodes are up now. It's a actually came out to be a really really cool show with a little bit of insight and a lot of laughs. So go check it out.
2: But mainly watch episode three, which is the one that Cameron wrote. Just get, mainly watch it. Get those, get it those numbers up. You know, just put in the <laughs>
0: comments. Cameron wrote the best one, Kiki. He should write you a movie. And
2: you know, we'll just see what happens. Um, it, what
1: happens? Hey, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm Jordan Clark. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at jrsosa18, one Comic stuff is happening soon. We'll have announcements for stuff soon. So if you're looking for some comics, keep an eye out for that. Uh, you can find us at whitepeoplewon'tsaveyoupod at gmail.com if you want to write to us. We're also on Twitter at white underscore pod if you want to reach out to us there. Uh, once again, happy Black History Month, Sprite.
0: Happy Black History Month.
2: I mean, just think about sad. it.
0: Hey, we here. Think and about Black. it.
2: You know, but uh, until then, we'll be back. I like McDonald's. <laughs> we'll no,
0: I don't like McDonald's right now. Hey, you know what?
2: We, we out. Here. Look, look, y'all made that Drake commercial where he turned into a robot. So I'm just, yeah. you know. <laughs> Quench your thirst. Podcast, Mike.
3: Yeah. Quench your thirst and your sense
2: of justice. Come on. Exactly. Ooh, uh, but yeah, there we go. We'll be back in two more weeks with more podcast y'all. Peace. Peace.
0: Can't save us. We don't wanna be safe. 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 Can't save us.
1: We don't wanna be safe. Can't save us. We don't wanna be saved.